Hello and welcome back for another Lemacy Walk and Talk podcast. My name is Sue Langley and this is where we like to walk and talk about the science of emotions and positive psychology, neuroscience and anything to help us be the best we can be. And it's really about how can we flourish and thrive even through adversity, all based on science, research and evidence. And I was reflecting earlier today that um, I, I commented to somebody that I can always tell how much people know about positive psychology by how they describe it. And if you think about what positive psychology is, if we start with a, a basic definition, it's the scientific study of human flourishing. So think about what that means. It's the scientific study. Um, that basically means there are random controlled trials, there are um, control groups, experimental groups, we manipulate one variable and see if it has an impact on a dependent variable, etc. And that's the whole point of scientific study. Um, some are done in the moment, maybe over a matter of minutes, some are done over weeks or years, etc. And there is a lot of research now in the positive psychology field. Um, if you think about what human flourishing it means, it basically says, either as individuals, teams or organizations, how do we study what people do when they're doing well, if you like. So if you think about um, a team, a team that's operating at its best, let's study what they're doing so we can learn from it and figure out uh, what we might be able to replicate or what is the consistent theme between one team and another or one organization and another or are there unique differences. And the only way we can find this out is through scientific study. We can make guesses. Um, and there's been a lot of uh, popular books over the years that make guesses or put together various frameworks. But positive psychology was the attempt to create this scientific study of um, human flourishing. Now, obviously, many of you will know that obviously I'm biased because I've been in this space for 20 years and I'm well aware other people have different views. Um, but I thought what was interesting that might be useful to share is um, uh, I, I read something that was brought to my attention recently by one of our beautiful diploma students. And I read a very scathing review or comment or post, if you like, about uh, positive psychology. And it really brought to life um, what I found myself saying often and I found myself saying earlier today um, that I can often tell how much people know about positive psychology by how they describe it. So one thing that's really important to know, and I'm sure many of you out there do, positive psychology is not happyology. It is not about being positive all the time. And that's the biggest one that makes me laugh when people think that positive psychology is all about being happy, that it's about um, poo-pooing or demonizing negative emotional states, etc. Um, that is really quite amusing to me because a lot of positive psychology is actually about how do we handle our more challenging emotions through some of the research. So if we think about what that means, um, one of my sayings for many, many years has been positive psychology, wonderful on the good days, essential on the bad. And that is um, brought home to me day after day after day when I hear from beautiful Diploma of Positive Psychology and Wellbeing students who tell me that um, they have used what they've learned to get through tough times. Um, I've had people who've used their learning and the strategies and the interventions getting through uh, the death of a long-term partner, um, getting through terminal illness, um, either of themselves or someone they love, um, getting through a particular dramatic illness 
and being in hospital or being in pain for a period of time, um, using the strategies to get through um, painful uh, divorces or um, family upsets, um, people getting through challenges in their working environment, um, literally people who are able to use these strategies through uh, mental or physical uh, illness and uh, people who are literally using it to get through a cancer diagnosis, all sorts of things. So there is nothing in positive psychology that says negative emotions are bad, if you like. And again, many of you who know me know that I, the emotional component is something that I'm uh, particularly passionate about um, because I think emotions underpin so much of what we do. And even though in the research, emotions are often classified as positive or negative, they are never classified as good or bad. There is nothing in positive psychology that says um, you shouldn't be experiencing anxiety, depression, sadness, anger, etc. They are all just data. They're emotions, they're data, they're information. They're trying to tell you something. So that's the first thing that I think is really interesting when people suggest that positive psychology is about trying to remove negative emotions or making it bad to experience negative emotions. That is absolutely not the case. Uh, the other thing that was interesting was um, there was a particular statement in this post that um, suggested that uh, Martin Seligman created positive psychology at an attempt of reputational rehabilitation. Now, I think that's really interesting because when Martin Seligman started positive psychology and when he became president of the APA, he didn't need reputational rehabilitation. He was president of the APA. He was considered in high esteem otherwise he wouldn't have been president now yes he if you listen to our previous session on learned optimism you do know the ethical challenges around the work that he did on learned optimism uh, of inflicting on dogs and animals etc and as i say he admits now he wishes he hadn't and it was a very different time but he didn't need to rehabilitate his image. He was actually held in high esteem by many of his colleagues. And um, positive psychology was actually an attempt to really explore the thriving in human beings. And again, if you want to put positive psychology all down to Martin Seligman, then you may be missing the point. Because although Martin Seligman is often known as the father of positive psychology, he came up with um, the idea of positive psychology in collaboration with many other big names in the field who actually helped him sculpt what positive psychology was all about. And many of whom had been studying elements of positive psychology for many years. People like George Valent, Chris Peterson, Ed Dina, Mahali Csikszentmihalyi, um, many people had already been exploring things like uh, flow theory and peak experiences, um, things around strengths that why are we energized by certain things in our life and how do we use those strengths for a virtuous life, if you like, for the good life. Um, what is subjective well-being? What is happiness? How do people experience? And um, to put positive psychology all down to Martin Seligman is actually a bit of an insult to some of the other amazing people that were in that field, uh, which I know Martin Seligman would not want. Um, and 
one of those particular people, Edina, is still one of the most cited positive psychology researchers in the world. And although not many people have sort of heard of him, unless you're in this space, um, he's probably contributed to such a huge body of research with so many other researchers of exploring the data. What does the data tell us? He wasn't necessarily interested in positing his own theory or his own acronym, etc. But he was really interested in asking really good questions and then exploring, well, what does the data tell us about those questions? Um, rather than this is the three you know, key elements of well-being. So I think, again, just to sort of challenge some of those ideas, if we really want to sort of understand what positive psychology is, it's the scientific study of human flourishing. So if you think about what that's now um, sort of explored, we know that um, there's been an awful lot of research on the impact of uh, mindfulness, on strengths, on emotional regulation, um, on different interventions that can help us from an individual perspective. Positive psychology has also contributed a huge amount to what we know from what's known as positive organisational scholarship, as in from an organisational perspective, the importance of meaning and alignment of values and self-concordance, um, the importance of mattering, uh, the importance of making a difference out there in the world, having a sense of purpose, um, the importance of a sense of achievement and um, how to set goals that is much more effective than just using a SMART goal. So again, we've learned a lot from a lot of the research of things like um, hope and what it does for us, the ability to be agile through change, the importance of positive emotional states and what they can do for us when we leverage and how they can uh, undo some of the uh, challenging impacts from a physical and a mental perspective when we're experiencing adversity. Um, so the last thing that I will mention, uh, which I think is quite interesting, was um, that Seligman inflicted, I like that word, inflicted a new kind of learned helplessness on vast swathes of a gullible population, hungry for easy solutions to complex problems. Now, again, I had to giggle at this one. I wasn't the slightest bit insulted because clearly I'm one of the gullible population uh, that's being uh, commented on there, but I didn't find it insulting because the idea of some of the people in this area being a gullible population is hilarious to me. I am so lucky that I know many of these people um, personally and professionally. And some of the people are some of the most intelligent people I know. And the idea of me to, suggesting that they are gullible, um, yeah, pop me in that space if you like. But um, some of these others, absolutely not. And the other thing is easy solutions to complex problems. Again, think about what's going on in the positive psychology space, and you may or may not be aware of this. Um, I was lucky enough to recently be at the European Positive Psychology Conference in Iceland, as many of you may know, and um, easy solutions to complex problems is so not where the research is going. There are so many people around the world in government, in policy, um, looking at uh, the positive psychology research from so many different angles into how can we make the world a better place. 
there are people that are trying to um, take the learning from positive psychology into a healthcare perspective, into uh, government policy, into social um, and economic situations, looking at what certain countries do that are flourishing that we, the rest of us can learn from, looking at how we might be able to explore redistribution of uh, wealth, not just financial wealth, but a whole range of other areas. How do we make cities more livable? How do we make life uh, more beneficial for the majority of the population? So whilst I appreciate if you're perhaps on the outside of positive psychology or you haven't really looked at it, yes, I'm sure it is a lucrative industry. Um, I feel very lucky to be in this space and yeah, I make a living out of it. Um, but I certainly don't make a living off other people's misery. Um, I feel that I make a living inspiring people and sharing knowledge and facilitating learning on how to live the best life possible. And the thing that I really love about this space is the ripple effect that comes from that. And I suppose that's what I'd like to leave you with. If you are... Um, uh, wanting to critique positive psychology, by all means, same as if I want to critique other areas myself, then go and explore it. Go and see what's going on out there because I have to admit, I left the latest conference feeling absolutely inspired by the global cooperation, um, the, um, the collaboration between researchers into uh, genetics and the environment and well-being, um, into the uh, connection between eudaimonic and hedonic well-being into the connection in organizations. Uh, there were people speaking of everything from uh, looking at positive psychology interventions and programs for postnatal depression all the way through to how do we change aged care. One of my diploma students is doing an amazing job of trying to bring positive psychology ethos into um, the caring community and I personally am inspired by that. So whilst I think everything needs to be, yes, explored, critiqued, challenged, let's just consider that many people are seriously trying to make a difference. And Martin Seligman is one name amongst thousands. Martin Seligman may have kicked it off and been the figurehead, but he is certainly not the only person that's trying to make a change in the world. So thank you for listening to my little um, exploration of positive psychology. And I do love it when people uh, challenge, but I also want to make sure that Let's get our facts straight and consider what's actually going on. If you enjoy positive psychology and what you've learned, if you enjoy some of the challenges that you've been faced with um, around this space and you have learned strategies and tools to make your life or other people better, then uh, please let me know. But I know many people listening to this um, will have already found that some of the interventions and ideas and research out of positive psychology has helped their lives for the better. So thank you for listening to me. And as one of the uh, gullible population out there, um, I know that positive psychology makes a difference. And I know that it can make a difference from people who are suffering, people going through adversity, um, people in organizations, people of all sorts of uh, areas and industries and uh, levels, if you like, across uh, organizations across populations across countries um, 
Thank you for listening. And I hope you will come back another time to listen to more learnings from the science of emotions, positive psychology and neuroscience. And if you've enjoyed listening to this and you want to hear from other amazing experts, um, some of the others that are playing in this space, then please consider joining us on learnwithsue.com.au and maybe consider becoming a member of our global learning community. I'll see you all again soon.